right, we've got another episode of the Awake Space Astrology Podcast, and I am Lori Rivers here to hopefully inspire you so you can take on some of your aspirations out in the world. And this is a crazy episode because we have crazy energy. We are looking at that big old full moon that I talked about in the last episode with Pisces energy getting further enhanced by Mars. And I've told you guys before that Mars in Pisces packs a wallop. I know there's other astrologers out there saying, oh, Mars is in Pisces and we'll never get anything done. That's BS because Mars is all about getting things done. The sign colors how those things get done. And so that's what we're going to be looking at in this episode. And we're also going to talk about a freaking surprise MFers because Mercury is going to be conjunct Uranus or Uranus on Sunday, April 17th, which of course is Easter. And um, I did a little TikTok video about it. If you missed it and you're a patron, make sure you go into the message board in the Discord and um, go click on it there because I talk a little bit. It's a very short 15 second video, but I wrote some titles about what you'll see in it. And I'll talk about that in the as we go along in the podcast. And then, of course, as always, we have patron shout outs because without patrons, this podcast doesn't happen. So um, I, that's always one of the fun parts. And we've got some new people. And as always, I'll give you a little info into the mystery school. And for my patrons listening into the behind the scenes, I'm going to give them a little treat about. Um, what's in the Living by Luna book that is finally done. I'm going to do a little mini recording. Um, So if you're a patron and you miss the live recording, make sure you go check your emails because you have access to the behind the scenes recording of the podcast. We do this on a live stream through an unlisted YouTube. I hand you a paper bag. Oh, wait, no. That's not what we do here. But all right, so let's get started. Let's talk about Mars and Pisces and what that means for us. Coming up in the next segment. Okay, let's talk about that Mars and Pisces. I'm taking a look at just the current chart right now. It's April 15th. By the way, file your taxes by Monday if you're in the U.S. I don't know. I've got listeners in Romania. Did you guys know I have listeners in Romania? I don't know when tax day is in Romania, but make sure you do yours too. Um, But if you're listening in from Romania, hello. And I am tickled pink that I have listeners in Romania and Croatia. How cool is that all over the world? And if you are a patron, come in and say hi. I just love that. You know, when I was a little girl, I lived in the library. We had a beautiful old library in Oregon City, Oregon. And and I 
just spent all my time in there. And as maybe a three or four year old, there was this book called Come Over to My House, Come Over to Play. And it showed people in traditional costumes, living in traditional homes all over the world. And my ninth house sun and Mercury was all over that. And if you're not sure what that means, ninth house is, is you know, um, long distance travel, foreign relations, being interested in other cultures and other people. And I was on fire with that. And I would bug my mom. I'm like, I want to go to their houses and play. And that's why I traveled all over the world as a young woman when told me people told me I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I could. And we didn't even have cell phones back then, just saying. And it wasn't just backpacking to Europe either. I went to some wild and woolly places for work. And uh, some some places that were a little too dangerous for a tiny little thing like I was at 21. But I digress. Well, no, I'm not digressing because you know what? Mars and Pisces. So Mars is action. It is always action. It is always about getting things done and acquisition. Some people do that aggressively. Some people do it assertively. The difference between aggressive behavior and assertive behavior um, depends on cultural viewpoints to some degree when you're in the middle ground and on a... um, kind of out of whack or out of balance side of the energy, you're looking at um, just like, you know, war. That's one, right? Which we have many going on right now in the world. I know our focus is on the Russia invasion of Ukraine. Um, But there are lots of places in the world right now, especially over resources like water. Okay, so Pisces is a water sign. And On the basement level of the energy, we're looking at water resources and acquisition of fresh water in this world. Um, Keep your eye on Nestle, by the way, because Nestle does not believe that water is a human right. Access to fresh water is not a human right in the eyes of Nestle. They said it years ago. They steal fresh water all over the world. Um, most of your bottled water brands are owned by Nestle in some way, shape or form. And here in the state of California, they paid like 30 bucks for a permit a long time ago. Don't pay their other fees and still steal water resources from the people of California. And it doesn't seem like much gets done about that. I know there's some groups suing them and trying to stop them, um, which would be good. Um, there's a lot of countries, especially when you get into what used to be known as Mesopotamia, or as my professor from university, um, who was Czechoslovakian, or as he said, I was born a citizen of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. He was really old. Um, you know, he would call it Mesopotamia. But, uh, anyway... When you look at like what's up in Turkey um, and then up into the Stans, there are dams being built that's going to choke water resources out of certain Middle Eastern countries. Um, Israel has some dams that are impeding fresh water into Jordan and some other places. And so this is all going to probably be in the news over the next couple of weeks. Am I trying to make you feel bad? No, 
I just want you to know that's going on. So what can you do about water resources right now with Mars and Pisces? Well, if you're gardening at all, use gray water. And gray water does not have icky stuff in it. So it's not human waste. Okay, that's not gray. Gray water is like keeping um, a a little tub in your sink when you're washing dishes and you know you can it can have soap in it but you don't want it too soapy because it can hurt your plants but you know washing and rinsing your dishes and making sure you're reusing that water you can capture bath water um plants will love all of that especially if you use epsom salts because that magnesium really helps the soil those are all things you can do you can catch rainwater it is not illegal to catch rainwater in general that is a myth every state has their own regulations some states require that your water collection system be connected to gutters um but who's going to complain about a bucket on a porch okay nobody nobody's going to care the where that gets illegal is if you create reservoirs on your property that um move the watershed okay so if you've got a natural spring and then you're blocking the flow of that water that's where you need thing you know permits and things like that and if you're hearing my stomach rumble it is because i have not eaten yet so pardon my tummy rumbling um she's saying i'm hungry so Mars and Pisces, we're going to see conflicts over water. And that's at the mundane level. That's at the mundane level. When we move up the consciousness ladder, which is something I'll be teaching about more and more in living by Luna, get excited, people. Get excited. Um, when we get up the ladder, then we're looking at more deliberate things and things that benefit other people to more or less of a degree. But even if you're acquiring things for yourself, Mars and Pisces means you're not running head on into anything. It means you're being more deliberate in your actions and more intuitive. This is the time for research and planning. Okay, strategy. Um, remember, Pisces rules the 12th house. The 12th house is not just the house of suffering. That is reductionist and very bad astrology. So when you're looking at Mars in Pisces, the big thing you have to remember is that it's an incubating energy. Okay, it's incubating energy. It's intuitive energy. This is where you're connected to your guides. And really, your guides are an extension of you. When we get down to it, that's some of the things that I'll be teaching in the mystery school. We'll talk a little bit about that in Manifestation 101 coming up at the end of the month. Um, But Mars and Pisces is magical. It's magic action, but it's not about the crystal or the wand or the copper rod or the candles or whatever dance you're doing or music you're listening to. It's a... It's about tuning in to the various frequencies, listening to your guidance, listening to your internal compass, and then moving from there. And where we run into trouble is when we're not tuning in 
uh, to the frequency we most desire. So if we're worried, if we're, you know, thinking about everybody else instead of us, if we're overly concerned with other people's opinions of us, which is none of our business, by the way, what other people think about you is none of your business. Your business is what you think of you. Okay. And so in Mars and Pisces, if you want to tune into that higher guidance, it's putting your attention on the reception, which means you're not sitting and and overly worried about what so-and-so is going to be doing. Um, You're more tuning into a relaxed state of being and then moving from that inspiration. So... And if you have questions about that, feel free to ask in the Awakening channel in the Awake Space Discord, okay? I'll be glad to answer these questions. You know, after a lifetime of of figuring it out through trial and error and many, many studies and lots of, you know, processes, this um, this is something I'm quite willing and able to teach people. So Mars and Pisces isn't the time to rush forward. It is the time to take deliberate, fluid, flowing action. Do what you can to get in the flow state. That can be meditation. And meditation isn't always sitting with an ohm. It can be. It can be an ohm. It can be an ohm as well. There's a difference to the sounds and what they produce. But it can be repetitive activity. So crocheting, knitting, yoga, washing dishes, sweeping floors. I I know I always bring that stuff up, but it is the mundane that is magical. Okay. Everybody's looking for that big deal. I want that deity to come down and say, feed me. When what's actual magic and why we come to be on this planet is our everyday lives. That thing that people think is boring. Okay, that's what we come here for. That's what's exciting. Hey, I get to be in a physical body and deal with things like sweeping the floor. Woo! Woo! I know. Party! So, now some of the other stuff we're going to see in the news with Mars and Pisces is probably things to do with substance abuse. Um, Because, and and this is, I warned you guys during the Neptune conjunction time, which it's still conjunct, to not use hallucinogens. Now is not the time. You're going to be surreal enough. You don't need any mind-altering substances to reach your guidance. Okay. Especially if you have a Western European heritage, you do not need hallucinogens to to see or feel or you know access any of your clairs um you probably access your clairs all the time and just don't know you just don't you you just haven't learned how to pay attention so i would really really suggest you not use hallucinogens now if you are um, i had somebody reach out before saying they they have a prescription for ketamine you know if it's if a doctor prescribed it, that's a totally different story. I'm talking about people who are like, hey, let's reach out to the universe and do, you know, drop some acid, man. Mm, probably not a good idea right now. Okay. Just saying. It's not, you can reach out to the universe without that, especially with Mars and Pisces. Lay in your bed. Think about how big the universe is. You will blow your own freaking mind. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So Mars and Pisces is going to be a little surreal. You might see people acting 
on very strange impulses over the next few weeks. Um, the truth will come out in a variety of ways, and some people will be trying to obfuscate the truth. Um, if it's a politician, you can pretty much figure out what that's going to be. Um, in our regular everyday lives, we may see the truth revealed of, of various actions, different people doing different things, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's just going to be clear. So how do you use the Mars and Pisces energy? Well, it depends on where Mars and Pisces is going through your chart. If Mars and Pisces, and I'm going to do the rundown on the houses here, okay? And I'm going to talk fast, so you're going to want to pause to write down your own information. So if Mars is going through the first house, then this is all about your identity. And remember, you're going to be even more receptive to energy. And I'm going to push it, Pisces rising. You're a transmitter too. You're not just a receiver. You are a dual sign, which means you receive and you transmit. So if you're receiving a bunch of stressful energy, guess what you're putting out in the world? A bunch of stressful energy. Is this a blame thing? No. Do I want you to feel guilty? No. But what I want you to understand understand is that you are a transmitter. You are so much more powerful and more in charge of what you receive. So it's really important for you to put your attention on what it is that you want to be receiving. And with Mars and Pisces, you'll be better able to dial in with that. Venus in Pisces has been getting you really clear about the kind of environments you want to be in, right? So that is that. Um, if it's second house, okay, if it's second house, you're going to be focused on acquiring things that make you feel secure. And you, know, you need to listen to your intuition. You might have this like weird impulse to go, you know, apply for this job that you don't feel like you're qualified for, but your, your guidance is just bugging you and bugging you and bugging you about it. Um, that's going to be your sign. Just do it. If you get this crazy idea, just do it. If you have, um, if, if you make your money through the arts or music, um, this is the time to release things. You want to be connecting with your audience. You want to be pitching. Okay. Third house is communications. If we are communicating, um, with Pisces on the third house, you're very intuitive and you're often very quiet. You often don't share your insights except to people, um, where you feel prompted to. This is a time to assertively communicate that which is, um, kind of coming into you. So if you're writing, if you're, um, speaking, if you have TikToks, if you, um, feel prompted to, you know, maybe there's a stranger walking down the street and you just feel prompted to say, Hey, you know, this might seem weird, but I just got this feeling that you needed to hear everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Don't think that's too weird. I've had people do that for me and often on days when I really, really needed it. So if, if you get prompted to give somebody a call or take a drive somewhere, listen to your intuition. If Pisces Mars is going through that third house, uh, the Pisces fourth house, um, you're going to be working on your house. And I would caution to make sure that you're flood proofing. If you've got a basement and you live somewhere where there's been a lot of rain, make sure you don't get any leaks in that basement. Um, other than that, it's a really good time for home decor, renovation, and building a sanctuary for yourself. You know, this is a time to really kind of address the energetical needs of your home and how they support you emotionally. 
if you've got Pisces fifth house, it's time to be really creative. It is really, really time to um, do a lot of content creation. This is the time to be making music. This is the time to be listening to music, finding the frequencies that help inspire you if you're getting a lot of things done. Um, it's super, super important to allow yourself to shine if you have Pisces um, on that fifth house. This is poetry, music, dance, um, spirituality spirituality creating spiritual content or shining your light out in the world don't dim it don't hide that light under a bush don't do it don't do it if you've got mars moving through that sixth house um then it's about your your schedule and your daily schedule you might want to be a little more active physically that could be through swimming or walking or kind of intuitive dance uh, you want to take a look at your work in the world. You um, may be very busy with your work in the world if Mars is going through that sixth house. Um, uh, if you are, if you are dealing with Mars in the seventh house then it's about partnerships and it's about your commitments and where you put your energy. If you're single, it's a project, okay? You're working on a project. You're making commitments, signing contracts, getting new clients. If you are in a relationship, this can be next level stuff. This could be where you come to new agreements. And that might mean you have a couple of arguments because sometimes it's the arguments that give you clarity and ease. You'll, you'll be feeling more connected at the end of the day because there's a lot of good stuff happening in that seventh house. Um, eighth house is your connection to um, the occult. So if you've been wanting to learn more um, skills when it comes to tarot, astrology, herbology, because um, yes, you know, herbal medicine is a thing. Um, this is the time to do that. It's the time to dig into the research and look into the mysteries Oh, oh, the mystery school. Um, it is a time to really look at what you can change and alchemize and how you can shift out of your pain story into healing if Mars is going through the eighth house. Um, you probably will have evidence from guides as you go along. So look for the synchronicities and the feathers and the rocks and the shapes in the clouds all of that fun stuff. Ninth house is expanding experiences. You might be traveling a little more. It could be a road trip. You could be on a plane. Make sure you wear your masks. Um, you want to uh, be open to being a speaker, a writer, maybe publishing things or teaching more. Um, you'll be doing anything to do with expanding experiences. So you'll be pushing the envelope. Careful you don't get into like theological big debates too much or fight online. It's just kind of a waste of your energy. You could be putting it into projects um, that you really love or getting yourself trained into new skill sets. The 10th house, you know, oh, everybody loves that 10th house, you know, because, oh, career. It's not always career. It's your reputation in the world. If you've got Pisces um, on the 10th house, Mars will be injecting you with extra energy. You're going to be noticed. You're going to be seen in new ways by lots of different people. You're going to 
be doing things that are mystical and magical. And that could be anything from music to, you know, um, metaphysics. So think about, you know, being magical me there. It's you, you will be gaining opportunities to be seen and heard. Uh, if Mars is moving through that 11th house, expect inspiration. Be You'll be working with a lot of people or new people will be coming into your life because it is hope, dreams, inspiration, aspirations, groups, community, and collaborators, tr- teams. It's not close friendships. It's not your inner circle. It's your outer circle. And so you may be having some really cool stuff show up for you in that department. Be ready to write down any and all inspirations, okay? Um, 12th house, Mars is going to be traveling through um, the house that is naturally ruled by Pisces, and it, it is going to be stirring up your dreams. Now, I've been hearing a lot of people saying they're having disturbing dreams or feeling a lot of weird energy. You are in charge of what you receive. I'm going to give you the same lecture I gave Pisces Risings. You are in charge of that. You can program your dreams. So here's just a little hint before you go to sleep very deliberately. Remind yourself, you know, that I want to tune into the frequencies or I want to tune into the energy that best benefits me. I will only dream of that which benefits me and is pleasant and I will wake up refreshed. Okay, you really can give the universe marching orders. The 12th house is about faith and spirituality. You're the driving force of that, not somebody else. Okay, there's no there's no sky daddy going to smite you for giving the universe orders. Universe is there to work with you, not against you. So tell tell what you want and it's time to go get that. So you may be more intuitive. You may get more like, I don't know where this is coming from, but this is what's going on. So that's what's up on deck for you. If Mars is going through any of those houses for you, which it's going through one of them. If you don't know how to find that, go ahead and ask us in the Discord. We've got resources for patrons. If you're not a patron, well, I don't know why not, but if you're not, um, you can always schedule a natal reading with me uh, next week. Starting next week, Mackenzie is going to be shadowing all of the natal readings. And that is just natal readings. That's the personal reading. All other readings I'm still doing on my own. But uh, for natal readings, my apprentice, the astrologer's apprentice, will be joining me uh, and, and observing the process. She has passed her first step and has passed with flying colors when we look at the test charts she read, I give her some of the most difficult test charts I have of people who are very, very complex that I know in real life. And um, she she really did pass in flying colors. So I'm very proud of her and um, excited to bring her on the next step of the journey. So um, she's going to be ready before she knows it, speaking of Mars and Pisces. So if you aren't sure about how to read your birth chart, you can join us for a natal reading. Um because I'll go through the chart with you. And then um, if you're wondering what this does for transits, then astro energy is. So if you want to look up, you know, what's what's coming up over the next couple of months. It's not the year ahead reading, you know, but it is because it's an hour. But I go over as much as I can foresee into the foreseeable future for you um, in an astro energies reading. And if you are a patron, keep your eye open 
because there's going to be a little special offer for Astro Energy's readings. And maybe natal chart readings. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That That's maybe next month. But Astro Energies is coming up soon. It's going to be my little Easter present for you. Even though I don't celebrate Easter, I love all the kit. So that's going to be in your Easter basket. There you go. All right. It's time to take a break. And I'm going to talk to the patrons and give them a little um, extra special content because they're helping me record behind the scenes in the studio and so we are going to um, be back in just a moment and we will be talking about mercury conjunct uranus on sunday speaking of easter because it's, it's going to be a very strange day We're back and we're going to be talking about Mercury conjunct Uranus. Um, this is a big deal. This this is a big deal because it's, to me, it, it could mean we have some very severe weather. It could be a, a freak landslide, like a road, you know, going off into the ocean. So keep your eye on Highway 1 in Northern California. That's a potential. Or anywhere really in the Pacific Northwest, like 101 is particularly vulnerable to storms and things like that. Um, it could be like a bridge, you know, some kind of freeway or roadway because we're looking at Mercury conjunct Uranus. So there's some kind of big, on a mundane level, a big disruptive event. It could be power plants. It could be, and, and I'm not talking about necessarily Russia, Ukraine right now. Um, to me, that's kind of, it's evidenced in the astrology, obviously, but we want to look other places as well. And I'm not diminishing what's going on in Ukraine at all. Um, in fact, my heart's very much with them. But there's other stuff going on too and to some degree with the media over focusing so much there we're kind of missing what else is going on so i'm always searching like headlines after i give a prediction for other things going on in the world as well because there's a lot going on you know so my other things uh big lightning storms big hail if you're in the great plains states just hold on to your hats and make sure you've got a shelter because um, it could be tornadoes as well. Notice I haven't really taken tornadoes out of the forecast for quite a long time. There's reasons why. Seismic activity is potential in this chart. Uh, the moon will be in Scorpio. It will... Let, let me look at later in the day. I'm looking at about... Let's look about 11.34 a.m. Pacific... So it'll be afternoon. Let's take a look in the afternoon, maybe about 2 p.m. I know I'm, I'm doing the astrology while I'm recording. I wasn't going to, but I did it anyway. Um, 
There is, I will say there's a potential for a large offshore earthquake that could impact, um, could very much impact coastlines. So, um, yeah, it's, so when I look at this, I'm looking at, it's in the north to the south to the west, north, south, west, north, southwest. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm calculating, hold on, um, you know, this could be up at Alaska, um, and likewise, maybe off the coast of Mexico as well. So um, those those are all likely suspects. Ring of fire for sure. Um, and maybe hmm, Indonesia, Tonga, Philippines. So... I, I'm getting pretty good at those directions. That's when I'm trying to um, when I'm trying to predict earthquakes. It getting the directions is it's tough. It's not easy. You have to use really, really medieval techniques and just test it out. But I've been running maybe like seventy percent, and I've been running more like eighty-five percent on the strength of the earthquake. And I think these are sizable. I think this was 6.5 to 7.5 offshore. I don't see these onshore. Um, and that's mostly because the moon is in Scorpio that day. And um, this would be the 17th. So this would be Easter. And it'll be in the afternoon. Now this could happen within a two, two hour range either side of it. So somewhere around noon 30 Pacific to about 4.30 Pacific, we'll see some potential seismic activity. Um, and again, it could happen ahead of time, you know, before that or after that. I'm, I'm just trying to narrow in. This is me as an astrologer just kind of honing in on specifics. Um, again, hopefully it's way offshore and doesn't impact shorelines too badly, but it could mean there's a tsunami just because the moon will be trying Venus in Pisces. Uh, which means there'll be huge wave activity. So that's something there. Uh, let's see. What else have we got going on um, with this event? Do, do, do. Um, we could see power outages. There could be chemical fires, chemical spills, especially now with Mars and Pisces. You'll see the use of radiation, chemical poisoning, etc. Um, this could be in water, food. Um, and again, you're looking a lot at Ukraine on that one. Um, that's been one of my bigger worries. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but this could just happen in commercial production of food as well. So just keep your eye out for any recalls or anything like that. So that's the mundane astrology. On an individual level, this can be absolutely freaking amazing. I keep telling you that just because I give a prediction for what can happen out in the world doesn't mean you can't have something really cool happen in your world, okay? 
So you don't have to identify with all of the world's tragedies to be aware and awake and contributing. In fact, the more you can build an authentic life where you're mostly reasonably content, you're more able to help people in the world. If you're debilitated by sorrow and suffering from other people's experiences, you are not effective in this world. Why do you think the media keeps spreading the bad news? It's to keep you inactive. And so this, you may get downloads. You might have just information pop into your head. You might get ideas that are crazy, but cool. Um, You might be um, ready to roll with stuff in a whole new way. Um, So it's very, very, very cool. So there is, there is that. Um, As far as the mystery school goes, um, That's probably going to be when, like, this is probably when I'll be putting people into Living by Luna and Cosmic Surfers will be on Sunday. So hopefully, hopefully. So super, super exciting. So what's up next? Patron shout outs. My gosh. And then we'll talk about the mystery school a little bit more and Living by Luna. Okay. Alrighty. So. Let's get going on with the patron shout out, shall we? Let me pull up. We've got some new people. So if you haven't joined Patreon and you're a listener, I encourage you to do so. There's way cool stuff showing up. Way cool stuff showing up. <clears throat> We've got, let's see. Let's take a look at our people. All right. So we've got, an, let's see, Kelly Brennan, Becky Littlefield, Kurt Kutcher, Darcy, Liz, Aaron, Kathleen, Tyler, Jody, Kimberlyn, Nikki, Dina, Colette, Casey, Madison, Vanessa, Brittany, Nat, Julie, Posil, Mega the Wild, Kim, Alana, Trevor, Jack, and Lisa. So big thank yous, big shout outs to you. I want to shout out to my mods. They are always making life interesting. Um, To the team working on the Mystery School, big, big, big thank you to Rita for her amazing illustrations. You will see um, the Living by Luna graphic. Um, I think I already shared it. Um, in the discord, but, um, I'll share more with you as we go along. I know I did on TikTok in a story the other day. Um, let's see what else, uh, Casey for her editing. Really, really appreciate that. Jen for the back end help. Totally appreciate you guys. All right. Um, let's see what's up on deck. What else? Oh, mystery school. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So the mystery school, I've got, um, this is how it's going to work. So Cosmic Surfers, which is no longer an open tier, Cosmic Surfers and Living by Luna are going to help me see what I need to tweak, edit, and fix. <laughs> so they go, they're going to go in first and get that very, very special first look at everything. And the reason for that is because, you know, they've invested a lot of time and energy with me already and um, kind of fun to get first access and um we will we will make it good, I promise. And then that also gives them a chance to do at least a week or two of the basic curriculum, which again is something I can get my doctorate in. 
doing the basic curriculum where we're learning to train our Mercuries, massage our Venuses back into shape so that we're gaining clarity about who we are and what we want in the world. If you could see my hands, the want is going towards the heart, the Venus, and aligning into that so we can do right action, which is our Mars. Um, when I developed the curriculum, it wasn't necessarily uh, metaphysical on the outside. The metaphysics was kind of um, mixed into it in ways that were hard for academics to identify because I was looking at an educational doctorate versus a PhD and the program, I, I was just trying to keep it more institutionally acceptable. So now I'm adding in the woo-woo part. Mm-hmm. Which makes me feel good and authentic on the inside. I get to show all of what's there. And you're going to love this process. It really helps people get centered, grounded, and be able to take action that really aligns with who they are. It's, it's going to make your, your soul sing, literally. Um, it just It's so powerful. So everybody's going to get a chance to try that out. So we have some people who are kind of used to how it works. So not everybody is on a learning curve. And then I will open this up using a, a new tier I'm developing on Patreon um, that will get the basic curriculum. And then there'll be special discounts on extra classes and what have you and blah, blah, blah. Um, because we're going to have numerology represented, of course, astrology classes, um, muscle testing, which is invaluable to learn. Um, my friend Kirsten Soga is going to be teaching some of those types of classes, co-creating. I'll be teaching channeling and energy work as well, because that's something else I do. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of really good information that shows up. So that my friends, is what's going to be going on at the Mystery School. I will have a yearly subscription option as soon as um, we have the Mystery School up and running. I will be offering yearly subscription for all the Patreon things. So you don't have to worry about it month to month if you've got a little bit extra. Um, you can just take care of it. and Then you're not like, ah, do I or don't I? So <clears throat> we'll have that available as well. So that's it. No shit. This is the Mars and Pisces edition. Does she swear like a sailor? Yes. Is she spiritual? Yes, because you can. All those rules about propriety, that's control. That's control. You get to be who you are, as you are, when you are in your lifetime. So my friends, have a wonderful weekend and um, may the odds be ever in your favor. (laughs) Be safe out there on this full moon weekend.